What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of Real Estate Podcast, episode 289. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. This week, we watched motherfucking Aqua Teen Hunger Force, right? Did I watch the right movie? Yes. Okay. That's what I watch. Motherfucking uh, Plantasm. Aqua Teen Forever. I mean, look, Aqua Teen was one of those shows on Adult Swim that came around, and it was kind of my first introduction to, like, this weird off-the-wall you know, Adult like, Swim type cartoons, like yeah, yeah, exactly. The strange, yeah. I mean, because like when you think of adult type cartoons prior to this, you know, you kind of think of like Beavis and Butthead or you know that things heavy like metal that. Show what was that one movie with the show? It come on MTV and there was always nudity. Um, on that flux. was an adult cartoon. Yeah, but there was always like a you know something yeah. ha- something happening that kind of like. I don't know. It felt threaded together, but Aqua Teen was one of those things where it's like, this doesn't feel like it's the same universe Yeah, for every episode. Like, it's just so random. You know what I'm well, saying? Just, just the William Street content in general has like its own. Each show is Squid like drastically, fucking... each show is drastically different, but there's like a common thread and it's absolutely, it's humor delivery. Like it's, it's almost like a Southern irony come out i don't know it's hard to like they got a theo von filter yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah it's just so random the shit i'm like how do they come up i'm like what drugs yeah exactly and how many and where can i find them you know like i let my grandfather watch a clip from uh squidbillies Right. And he's sitting there, he's laughing his ass off, but he's like, what do these people own that make this? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's got to be good, right? I mean, <laughs> that's the first well, thing that came it's... out of his mouth. He's like, it's funny, but whoever made it was on something. It's yeah, like, right. Yeah, high on life, man. I feel like the closer, I know, maybe this, maybe I'm the only one that thinks this, but I feel like the closer you live to Atlanta, the funnier the delivery of these shows are for you and the funnier <laughs> yeah. that they become. Like, I genuinely think it's, it's a, like, it's a regional sense of humor. Yeah. It, it definitely feels that way, you know? But I mean, when did Aqua Twink Teen quit airing on Adult Swim? I mean, it's been a little while, right? It's been a minute. Remember they rebranded. Yeah several times i'm like why do we keep changing the name it was like every season yeah. it was a whole new thing i yeah. could never figure out why they did that but i'm I'm trying to find some kind of information wikipedia is fucking long buddy yeah i know right it, so it's remember uh uh unit patrol squad one was 2011 yeah. And then you had 2012 Aqua something, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then they changed it again. It looks like it stopped 2015. So, I mean, it's it's been a minute. And this felt like an extended episode, you know, like. Yeah. Legit. It felt like an extended episode. So. Yeah, it ran from. 
uh, 2000. Wow. Whoa. On Cartoon Network. And then Adult Swim uh, 2001 to 2015. Oh, yeah. I remember it would occupy that late night yep. block. Yeah. When they were just swim. getting into that Adult Swim thing. Like, right. The weird, come back at night, the weird shit comes on. Well, like they would, well, they would, well, it would be like one to two hours of Williamsburg animation or Williamsburg, Williams Street. I'm sorry. And then it would switch over to like the anime blocks where from like 11 to one o'clock, it would be those obscure animes that, that never aired necessarily during Toonami. Um, I, I remember it used to, uh, at least, at least peak teenage high school me. At any given moment, you'd cut on, and it would be either C Lab, Venture Brothers, Aqua Teen, um, Metal Apocalypse. Yeah, and then it would switch over to stuff like Big O, uh, yeah. Gundam. The, the the actual, you know, like like they would show some of the more the more bizarre animes, and then they would still have that Toonami recap where you know they they'd air that day's episode of Dragon Ball or you know Sailor yeah. Moon or what have you. Right. But yeah, Aqua Teen was one of those shows. It took me a little bit to like fully grasp what's happening here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because like when you first watch an episode, it's, it's like overload. You feel like you have ADHD or something. Yeah, like for sure. You had, you had your, I think that was the thing too, man. Like as kids, we had short attention spans, but not like this new one. Yeah. The attention span now is really short. Yeah. Right, so you have to yeah. like, even with, when they tell people, when you cut YouTube videos, keep moving. Attention yeah. time. Well, you I gotta think keep it's, moving. Well, I think it's very much, it's, it's also the fact that William street had its own like sense of bush humor where it's just yeah. random, random, random yeah. situations and random like injections of stuff that like just amp up the comedy. There's no point to it really. It's just there. And it's like, you know, a lot of the rants when you hear, it's almost like it's almost like every writer for for Adult Swim had 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 that one relative that said the weird phrase that just made no damn sense, you know, that kind of guy, you know. They all they like yeah. they all had that person in their life cuz these shows are ultimately like those long just stalts of people just saying that crazy shit. Yeah, right. You know, instead of, you know, we're, you know, kind of, I mean, I, I suffer from it as well. I'm a long winded person. So it's the idea of like, instead of saying, man, this door is hard to open. Someone's like, man, that door is harder to crack open than a peanut, you know, like yeah, yeah, that type of thing. One thing that uh, Aqua Team was always really cool about was like, it would introduce these like random off the wall characters. I mean, other than of course, Shake, Frylock and, and Meatwad but it would introduce these like off the wall characters and give them like normal personalities, normal quirks. Like it's like, you know, they exist in this world as just a normal person. And the people that's acting weird is always the people that are depicted as like normal people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, and I always found that very fascinating the way that they did that because like, I mean, it's, you know, no, most of the time it's a weird situation and you expect the weird to kind of feed on the weird, but it's like, these weird individuals having a, a like a regular conversation, like Carl having the conversation in, in this movie about the property value to the, to the fucking um, dude. 
the uh i can't think of what his name is the count or whatever it is um oh the vampire yeah yeah and i'm just like holy shit so it's it's amazing how they did that and that kind of like looking at it from that perspective and and making those characters more relatable than like <clears throat> who you should traditionally relate to i think that that's kind of the birthplace to that to a certain extent because now you see it of course across everything like star wars and you know um marvel and all that stuff where you have like these really odd individuals that like this conversation should be weird but it's not weird it's like perfectly fine and normal you know what i mean mm -hmm. oh man the bit where where uh frylock's come back later on and uh he's about to he's leaving in the limousine <laughs> And uh, Carl comes around with that wig. He's like, this is Dave Mustaine's hair. Do you think you could clone him? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Megadeth forever, baby. <laughs> it's like, whoa, okay. Dude, those episodes when Zach Wilde and fucking Getty Lee show up, I'm like, God damn, this is Oh, hilarious. one of my one of my all-time favorite episodes from the show is when, uh, you know, it's a house-centric episode. So the house is for sale uh, next door to Carl, or the Aqua Teen's house is, and Glenn Danzig buys it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the whole time he's finding problems because it's like just a normal house. He's, yeah. he's like, I, he's like, I thought the faucets were gonna pour out blood. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. See, I went away. Did y'all were y'all talking about Metalocalypse? No, we that was another about, show that was just random. Oh, just now that crazy, one, you know that that show is near and dear to my heart. But we're 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 talking about just random episodes from the actual run of Aqua Teen. And uh, yeah. we were talking about like when the different musician cameos would happen. And I brought up the episode where uh, Danzig buys the neighbors, buys the Aqua Teen's house. And all throughout the episode, he's going to Carl to bitch about it because it's not like haunted or possessed or metal or anything. It's just a normal fucking house. Fucking Carl was so good in this movie. Yeah, he was. Oh, he, he's sitting there like that. He's sitting there masturbating on the computer to the yeah. fucking yeah. The money. The Zillow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they made oh. a point to show his hands covered in that disgusting, like, chili or ketchup or something. Yeah. Like, it was just fucking disgusting. Man, yeah, Carl fucking stole the show, dude. I mean, he uh, always steals the show, but. I thought Neil was, uh, was a funny character. Yeah. Uh, the play on the tech billionaires, like for some reason, when I when I when I saw when they had the montage of him like jumping in the ice bath, going in the sauna, yeah. jumping in the ice bath, going uh, the whole time I'm sitting there going, dude, they're making fun of Jack Dorsey so bad in this yeah. movie because I feel like that that was kind of they had to pull some. Oh, it was Bezos, Elon. Oh yeah, it, it was absolutely Twitter, a Jack. little bit of everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had you like that little Alabama joke they threw in? Uh, I mean, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. I was like, he ain't wrong. Yeah, right. Big uh, Neil? Yeah. Big Neil. Which dude. Neil? Big Neil. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, man, we're we're completely overlooking the actual uh, show stealer here. And that was fucking Elmer. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, when, what, the way they drew him when he would like say some sinister shit. Yeah. That was, dude, that shit was so funny. The way that they scrubbed half the movie. Yeah. 
the which was <laughs> that was a fun dude. Oh, like, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, he says something at the beginning. He's text like, us your girlfriend's numbers. <laughs> text the numbers. Ta- yeah, text them. Wait, no, uh, don't flip- text them. The phone. He's like, my phone's not on. It's, it's the battery's dead. Wait, don't text them now. Text them in a yeah. minute. Like you had, he's like, you could have had your phone on the charger the whole time I was writing. He's like, I know, I know. All right, back uh, to the movie. Then they're like hanging there. It's a good thing oh. we traveled all the way across the world and killed those things. And I'm like, what is hap- that kind of that humor right there? That just. Yeah. When, um, whenever they're, when they flip off the camera and they're like, feast on this. Or yeah. it's like, yeah. if, if you need nourishment, get it from me. The way it was pissing on that other one, it's like we we got to drink more. We got to yeah. drink more. <laughs> Get more beer. The fucking uh, the llama dolly. Oh my god! It's everybody says it's a spaceship. They say he's four inches <sighs> tall. Don't tell him. <laughs> don't tell him we said that. Yeah, I'm the one that came up with it, but don't. <laughs> it's like okay. It's just funny though. Random. Yeah, it was hilarious. Well, like, even man. the ending, like classic. Aqua Teen ending. Like, they move the moon. Earth's a fucking ice cube into the movie. Yeah. It's like, you fuck, they fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, they saved the day, but, but fuck not the really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever fucking he was spraying Shake with that fucking the silver spray. spray. Yeah. Oh, they were making fun. Oh, the whole, got all, all my Max. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's like, how oh, you like that fucking, what is it, the side arc? <laughs> Wasn't sure about the color, but the side hawk. He fried man. That's too wicked with a Y painted on his fucking car. You tell him you got foot cancer. I got foot cancer. Oh, you don't have feet. Uh, Not anymore. I wish, I wish I could remember the quote that he says where he was like, whenever he's hopping everyone up, he's like, He's like, what we need is a toxic masculine man oh, route right now. But he was he talking goes, shit about woke culture and yeah. well, 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 no, it's that part at the end. He's like, it's like we're, it's like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm gonna go give him a piece of my two hundred something horsepower, blah blah blah, carbon footprint. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> like, that was that was one of the funniest moments in my opinion. I loved it, man. I and. Aquatine's one of those things like even if you've seen the episode a thousand times, watch the movie a thousand times, watch this, it never there's always something that you find. Cause it's well, just dude, so fast. It's it, just, that and it's so random. Like it's yeah. so random the tags are hard to remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Unless one just really sticks with you. Like you'll sit there and watch it, but like, oh man, I can't wait to yeah, and then tell it's my buddy gone. this joke, and then you're like, "Dude, I can't even remember oh, the way they just, worded that shit." It was just so fucking yeah, different. Like, it's just throwing. You so almost many bits just have you. to see it. Like, yeah, just watch the clip because it's and their the, delivery and was the, way better. Well, and, it, and it's it's smart too because the type of humor this is, sure, a ninety minute runtime could happen, but. This type of stuff, just like with a 30-minute episode, it packs such a punch in such a short amount of time that, you know, the runtime was perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't they do back in the day, at first, didn't they have, like, little 10-minute, 11-minute? Yeah. Oh, it, was like, it started oh, with that, right? Short. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I remember Squidbillies did, had followed that formula for a while. Yeah. 
And then I think they expanded to the... But by doing them that way, you could sit there and watch... Hell, three episodes was a half, you know, half hour, like... Yeah, right. Oh, it was not uncommon back in the day when you would hang out with somebody that was a fan. You'd sit there and burn through a season over the course of the hangout. I was telling Griffin the other night, the first time I ever smoked a blunt, which is really the first time I ever smoked weed, really. Uh, We were watching Aqua Teen. That's what was on the TV. And I'd never giggled so hard in my life. I walked away from there like, I don't know if it was the weed or the show, but, and I had seen like little bits and pieces of Aqua Teen on TV, but they had it on DVD. Uh, I just sat there and watched the whole season, dude. It was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. This was back in the day. You could just go home and pull it up online. Like, right. But it was a trip. It was, man. It was so good though. I need to go back and revisit it. There's a pack. I have it. What I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to take a look at that because I wouldn't mind, you know, revisiting all. Because it's just, it's been a while, and it's just so fucking random, dude. It's one of those things too, where you're like, I got thirty minutes. Just throw a couple of these on. Yeah. Right. Why you got down twenty minutes? Day? Yeah. Because they're so short. Yeah, you can get in and out real quick. You know. Yeah. But, but I'm going to give it a star, dude. dude. Yeah, it was fucking incredible. Hilarious. I wonder why they made it. Because it says that the reason they got canceled was like the company that like moved in and kind of took over. Yeah. They're the ones that canceled it. And it's like, yo, bro, this is like, this is Adult Swim. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would imagine, too, that. They may not kill ratings wise, but there's always a market for the DVDs, Blu-rays. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That'll that that makes money. Yeah, and that's when, why, like you know, they even made a joke like this didn't release in theaters. This, you know, like yeah, you got what nobody you got. wanted it. They passed on it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the the VOD squad. Yeah, yeah. That shirt they're wearing. Boxy Brown. Oh, that shit was so funny. <laughs> Say it loud. Oh, yeah, he got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Who did the old voice? I don't know. Yeah, that's a joke that went over my head. Yeah. But, yeah, full star, man. Does it get the coveted? Golden Aqua Team, because there's three of them. There's three of us. Maybe. We give sure. it a, it's the coveted, uh, uh, Lama Dolly. That's hard to say. Well, yeah. Backwards. Lama Dolly, yeah. It's like a little statue. Yeah. Looks like I a, think, just... I think, I think just, yeah, overall though, I think, you know, if, if anyone that's listening, if, 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 if you're around our age and you more than likely, Cut an episode or two on with this. It's more of the same, but it's still just as good as it's. it's if you enjoyed it, you'll like it. If you, yeah. if it was something, you know, then move along. Because that's the thing, good. like Aqua Teen ain't for everybody. <laughs> no. Oh, absolutely not. Like even and, people your age, you'll, normally, you'll love this, and they're like, "This normally, is fucking stupid." And it's like, "Okay, no, you're and, stupid." And normally, a, a polarizing 
you know, style like that usually pulls a half star out of me, but I don't know. I I feel like there's a, there, there's a level of nostalgia that's forcing a full from me, man. I mean, I get that. Andor. Andor. Wait. There was another episode. Oh There's yeah, another one after that one, too. dude. We straight talked like it was a finale last week, guys. I thought we were done. That's I didn't bother 10. even looking. There's eleven and twelve. Twelve will be next week. We can just pick yeah. up then. I mean, well, no, no, really no. Happen. I mean, I mean, other than still some, you know, politics. Yeah. Shit, I, I thought because I was like, man, that's a finale. Holy yeah. shit, like. I mean, because no, that I was mean, ten, y'all, y'all right? Can't go over it. I think so. Yeah, I think this was eleven. This this was eleven. I remember seeing it now on the yeah Disney Plus. Well, like I said, it didn't. We're leading into the next one. Yeah, like that one was just kind of. Uh, there's a lot of talking. You know. Yeah. Uh, those creatures where they were trying to steal their ship. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. The what design. The yeah. Oh, you That guy was like it. And they're like, oh, shit, say less. Yeah. You need help? Yeah. We got you, bro. I'm really hoping that Andy Circus shows up in that last episode. I don't think it's going to happen, but. Yeah. They might hold off and like, because, you know, it just, they never cut back to show you, like, what happened to him. Yeah. So it leads me to believe he got away. Yeah. All if they know what's, Yeah. If they know what's good for him. Yeah. But um you're starting to see the wheels turn and figure out why hell everything is the way it was like. Yeah. I mean they've been they've been treating these people like shit. Yeah, right. Arresting people for no reason and doing forced labor. Sheesh. I mean they're really showing you the sins of the empire though. Yeah. You know, like in a, in a way that we've never really seen it before. Not not like with with medium like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that it's really interesting to see that because the way that they're torturing people, the way that they're slave laboring people, the way that they're being a menace to society, you know, yep. you really, you feel it, you know, you feel the plot and it at, like after watching Andor, it makes that like uh-huh. victory so much sweeter whenever you get a victory, you know what I mean? So But yeah, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, right. So we got a little movie news here, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, do you do you guys uh, just want to go ahead and jump into the Disney shit? Because uh, I mean, it's that's been the most dominating article. Oh yeah, yeah. We can we can do that. Let me. Uh... You got an article in here? Mm, I do not. Let me see. Well, I could see some of the stuff. Well, they brought him back. Yeah. Now, some of the articles I read were like, so they've had that other guy come in. So Disney went, this is their words, not mine. Okay? Yeah. Disney went woke for three years. Yeah. Well, you know what happens when you do that. You go woke, you go broke, man. 
They're bouncing back. They're like, okay, he's out. This other guy's in. Now, here's my thing. Unless that guy is going to fire Kathleen Kennedy, nothing's changing. Yeah, at least not. If he's not going to get rid of her ass, then what'd they do? Exactly. I just think so, it's crazy. I just think it's crazy how, how, they went back how on quick it? it was. Yeah. Now the details that I saw were that because of his like more specific details, I guess, because it's essentially what you were saying. Um, when Chapek was in there, um, he started kind of pushing back on some of that stuff, and essentially. Uh, Long story short, he crossed HR's line, which HR uh, was, you know, they're the ones that that was going over the whole, you know, more or less kind of agenda setting stuff. Yeah. And whenever they, whenever he started, you know, talking about just like a lot of big companies right now, laying off a lot of people, like it's not just Twitter, like, you know, Amazon laid off, I think, I think it was like 11,000 employees. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of, like a lot of big companies. A lot of really big companies are downsizing in preparation for a recession. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's happening. I mean, and, and it's not the I, you know I, I I say that is for just for context. I, I certainly don't want to get political by any means, but or 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 you know, real world shit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's reality. So it's yeah, happening. and Disney and Disney's in a company to make is a company that's going to make money and and they thought they were going to have that with Shapex leadership but once that cro- once that that cost cutting measure took into effect and word got around through HR essentially they were like no campaign get rid of him now and it it went to well no not necessarily HR uh I I know I'm butchering it I I, I the, the source I was reading it from but it got down to where instead of just the few the few people that would be like, I'm going to pull out my little bit of money I've got invested in Disney, oh. the really woke billionaire companies uh-huh. are like, we're pulling out now unless you get rid of this guy. That's that's wow. that's kind of kind of sort of that Disney folded. Yeah, they got rid of the guy. That's not a good thing, <laughs> but. No. They've brought back the guy though. Here's the here's the weird part. They've brought back the guy that essentially created the problems that yeah. needed JPEG to fix in the first place. Right. Which right. is strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird regardless of where you stand on any of the, the subject matters well, involved with that, but it's just odd. They brought back the guy that's gonna say, Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what we're doing. He's a yes. On the man. Sur- He'll say yes. It, and and on a certain level, I, I, I believe that's absolutely right. But it also shows me too that I feel like Disney doesn't know what to fucking do. Well, and I think it just that that... doesn't. It, it's it's it because it's like we got to walk on eggshells, man. Now exactly, man. Yeah. that's yeah. what we've turned the world into. I think that every company, to some extent, that has a public presence, feels that way. And yep. I couldn't imagine being part of like something that produces visual media because like, you know, you have to have people there that have like different thoughts and opinions mm-hmm. on the world for society to move forward. And if everybody is like ingrained in the same thought process, then what realistically are you accomplishing? 
And, and that's like, we got to the point that we are today is because people kind of thinking outside that box and expressing their, their own um, ideas and, and things like that. But if you express one idea, regardless of what it is, you have to be able to not even accept, but also acknowledge the fact that like, there's going to be a lot of people that's not going to believe what you're going to believe. There's a lot of people that's not going to agree with what you agree on. So like, yeah, you have to have both. You can't have just one side of everything. Well, no, if you pick one side, you're going to have the other side that's not going to like it. You're better to just go down the middle, you know, and have it both ways. Like, Tarantino, right, I, think, I don't know if it's in one of those articles, but I did listen to both podcasts he did the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, on Two Bears, One Cave, Tom asked him about, he said, like Tom said, when he would go in to pitch a movie, they would be like, okay, uh, this character right here, this name, you know, is that a black guy? Is that an Indian guy? And he's like, ah, it's just a guy I didn't really think about. Yeah, yeah. It could be anyone. Does it need to be an Indian guy? And they're like, oh, yeah, that'll help. That'll That'll be, that'll help big time. That they really oh, push to, you know, yeah, Tarantino, yeah. he said, do they do that to you? And he goes, oh, fuck it, fuck it, no, fuck it, you know. <laughs> he says, the way that I write it, that's how it's going to be. If I write him down as a fucking black guy, he's going to be a fucking black guy, okay? You know, like. Uh. Right. But we're talking to, we're talking Tarantino versus Tom yeah. Segura, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. He pretty much just gets his way, but. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's one of those things too where everyone like everyone has to remember that at the end of the day Disney is out to make money. Yeah. And the consumer, us, we can dictate that with our wallets mm-hmm. and our ratings yeah. and all of that. Exactly. And eventually companies like Disney and it's the same for all mediums and for for practically anything in your life you pay for what's good you pay for quality and you ignore the rest yep. and eventually that will get phased out or eventually that company will do so much money constantly putting out the same shitty product that people don't want anymore yeah and they'll change the, it, it'll yeah they'll they'll either change or they will die on that hill either yeah. is fine yeah, well, I think that's why Disney's so scared that that could happen because this cancel culture is a whole nother ball game. Like we've seen companies that were worth a billion dollars one day, and all yeah. that wealth just be gone a week later. Just yeah. companies folding, got canceled. Yeah. And you know, for and it's not just Disney's not just guilty of this sin. So are a lot of the other major production companies. It's all of them. There. You always see these blanket statements that get made regarding any kind of issue. You can go look them up, man. Um, but they always talk about how it's the storytelling that they care wow. about. And I don't know about you guys, but that hasn't really, their, their end of the deal hasn't been holding up. Right. And I, and I think, and you, you, you can, it's not hard to find the arguments for why these things don't work. Yeah. Everything from Reddit to Twitter, to Facebook, any kind of social media you, you can find, you know, I mean, to, to the point now where I'm even finding, I'm finding pushback for the way, despite, despite 
Black Panther 2 being pushed and promoted as this inclusive, whatever you want to call it, progressive movie. I'm even finding people that would normally, you would think, would be singing high praise for this, ripping it apart. Yeah. Yeah, talking oh yeah. About, talking about how how they're saying, like, you know, they're... Like there's one, there's a lot of one dimensionality to a lot of groups of characters in the film, yep, pertaining to their wokeness and all yeah. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's 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 happening the same with other companies as well, man. I noticed it in the Woman King when that came out. There was all this like pushback. Yeah, that's a Sony picture. You know, we watched the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um. Viola Davis is like this woman king of this tribe. Yeah. Um, well, I don't I guess they didn't do their research. I don't know what happened here, but like based on a real tribe, yeah. and they were like really bad people, man. Like they would right. they would just go to other tribes and capture them and kill them all and enslave them and yeah. of course none of that's in the movie, but right. you know, when you pick a subject to do a movie on yeah. It's almost like if you, you know, I won't go there. Uh, yeah. Well, well, for instance, and I think it's something that should be, should be mentioned, you know, I think there's room in the entertainment industry for every story that could ever be thought of to be told. And what, 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 what really irritates me is not that these, that it's not the stories themselves. It's not whatever message they're trying to get, because everything's got a message. Right. But it's this weird sense of, it's almost like, like grade school recess hour where, or not even that, let's go even younger, where it's it's the classic, the little kid going, you can't get me. Like they, they initiate a chase by being yeah. the one saying, you can't get me. You're slow. You don't, you know. Yeah. And, and it's you take that and apply oh, it to nana, nana, whatever boo, boo. To, you know. Yeah, and I don't like I, I just you know I don't like feeling like I'm judged already, you know. Yeah, yeah right. And 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 I don't think it's necessarily just me, typical white sh- straight guy. I think it's everyone. It's getting to where it's everybody yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And. When it becomes all encompassing, that's when the pushback starts, and we're seeing it now. It was yeah. the attack on comedy. Uh, exactly. Everything was fine, man, but when you go after comedy, yeah, that's no bueno. Right. It's comedy, man. Yeah. Like it's a joke. Yeah. So we Take don't get jokes it. no more. Yeah. But I think you know to to I guess to get back to to my initial thing on storytelling. It's the quality of not just Disney content, but all of all of them, man. There's a right. dip, and you can notice it. It's there, regardless of how how much there are good ones still coming out there. You know, there's still it's 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 something I think we addressed in one of our previous episodes where, uh, you know. Taking your top writers and stretching them over so much different stuff, yep. or taking a writing Effects team, team. and yeah, stretching, them out, stretching like... it all over the place, it, it's the diminishing returns from that starting to show. Yeah, right. Yeah. And when you can centralize it just a little bit, 
you know, having, you know, having a core team at the, at the table, that's where it starts. That's where all the, the, like, that's where everything else gets just elevated. Well, that's what Marvel's had. Yeah. You know, over the years. Now what's going on there now? I don't know, but yeah. Well, at least the last 10 years we were trucking right along. We had a team that was, yeah. Um, I saw I saw an interesting article about Marvel where one of their top executives had said um, to the effect it's kind of like a, it, it, it uh, essentially the same problem with The Witcher where they're wanting writers and they're wanting people who are going in cold to these properties, right? Um, wow. That way you can. Well, they because they, they said it's a champion re- for like no, well, but the source material. It's like yeah, fuck that. We're not doing that. Well, here's here's the two sided coin to that because I as I read it I, at first I was like, well, this is bullshit, but by the end I was like, damn it, th- th- there is a point here. Yeah, you know, you could like for instance, one of the things we talk about all the time is Back to the Future being rebooted. Oh yeah, yeah, and. And Griffin, I know you've sat through some some of it before, but there are hours, man, hours of me and Adam just discussing how <laughs> how we would redo it, and therein would be the problem. We have a a, a, a tunnel vision. We have yeah, a yeah. tunnel vision of how we think it would work. Oh, well, to us, it has to work that way. There's yeah. no other way. Yeah, and our sen- our yeah. sense of faithfulness to that story could it could be it's Achilles heel. Yeah. Yeah. And so having someone that's that's that just knows the underlying beats yeah. can go in and create something and think of ideas we wouldn't have outside the box. Given yeah. yeah. Yep. And so that's 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 a that's a that's a very dare I say essential quality especially for these Marvel movies. Man. I'd say it's good to have both in the room together. Yeah, exactly. Somebody that doesn't Absolutely. know shit about it and somebody that does. That way they can yeah. come together. But well, what if we did this? It's like, hey. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I, th- and I think, like with Henry Cavill, even so far as to go back to classic George Lucas era Star Wars, have, have people who are just genuinely good at writing, good storytellers, good at keeping a narrative together. Yeah. And and give them something to work with, give them a sandbox to play in, but have them a wingman that's there to lore check them and go, hey, that's awesome. But remember this, this, and this, or, you know, because when you're dealing yeah. with something like Marvel and such a large continuity, it, whether it's dedicated to the comp, I think the fans know now that Marvel's approach now has become a patchwork adaptation style. Like we we haven't been getting one one adaptations at all, really. No, not at all. And I think and they, it's worked. It's worked in it's worked in its benefit. There are certain things that people are like, you need to get right, and those are all debatable things. But that's yeah. that's what makes these movies fun, to an extent, in my opinion, is seeing how they how they handle that, and how they just don't acknowledge it, or you know, all, all of that, the patchworkness of it all. Right. So I feel like I, I just think it's weird that there's these articles come out where it's I don't know if it's a, if it's a way to 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 hit piece companies 
where it's like, well, hey, remember the outcry everyone had for, for Netflix and The Witcher? Well, let's see if we can stir that up with Disney and Marvel and have it to where, you know, where the producers yeah. are like, you know, they, they, but, they, but they, at the end of the day, they did say that it causes a red flag. I've seen that article. A writer. Now. Yeah. Yeah. For when, it, for, when a, uh, for when a writer presents something to the, or submits it or whatever, filmmaker, what have you, and they're like, oh, they're, they're fans of the comics and stuff. Right. And, you know, they did go on to be like, you know, there are people that we've had come on and do that property and whatnot. But, for instance, uh, the guys that wrote Endgame and Infinity War. Because even though the Russos directed it, they didn't write it. We're talking about McFreely and the uh, the other the other person. Right. Um, where the Russos could visually put it together. And I think they're the best. I think those four individuals should handle and get paid as much money as those guys want to handle the big, the big deal movies. Right. Cause those guys are lightning in a bottle. In my opinion, I, I, if we're, if we're just talking about the comic book genre as a whole right now, not necessarily cinema as a whole, but just, you know, that genre, right. Those guys can handle it. Right. Because you have the Russo's, who can visually piece it together because like there were so many shots that were done in those movies. And most notably is the classic comic book double panel of like the two sides wall of death and together. Yeah. We got that in a motion picture, man. Like for the final battle with the, the Avengers and Thanos's army where the camera backs up and you just, you see it like they, they kind of teased it in civil war when they had them going at each other in the, the, you know, the, the, the memed out airport thing. Yeah. But then they were like, okay, we did that. Cause we wanted to show you, we could do this. And we're like, Oh, okay. Right. Awesome. But you have that, but yet you have these other two guys who are writing the story, shaping it up together and it, and they made it well written. I think. Yeah. I'm uh, and, I just went to Twitter to pull that up right and I'm seeing on the side here that Kathleen Kennedy is trending. I wonder why. I click on it, okay? An article from the direct dot com. Yeah. Disney plans to remove Star Wars boss Kathleen Kennedy. This is of course a rumor, but after she's been there for ten years, they say it coming to it's rumored that she's gonna be leaving in twenty twenty three. So that may be why they've swapped this guy back around. Right. You know, they're getting in place for that. But it, then they're also saying she's leaving, but first she's going to ruin Indiana Jones first. You know, you're going to let her ruin that one. Yeah. And then she's going to go. So they're saying she's also on her way out. I can't believe it's been 10 years. And, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll continue to take that whole ass, that whole thing with Kennedy with a grain of salt simply because it happens every year. They well, say this. Well, shit. We, well, you know, I, I've heard everything from she's getting canned. That Lucas is coming running, back and she's running out of her contract and then leaving. Um, you know, I don't uh, think they'll uh, renew it. Uh, she's that she's resigning. Like I've yeah. heard all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. But the thing with Iger though, is that despite the oddity of the current situation, Iger's been with that company for like 40 years. Yeah. So he's been there for the highs, the lows, the nitty gritty. And it, it make like he, and and I think the article that I read said, he's only going to be there for two years while they find 
another uh, CEO. So but, they just straight I up mean, fired that guy with a quickness. Mm-hmm, Damn. Yeah. But the but thing the, is, for is, trying it's, to it's, do it, his job. But but, but ultimately, <laughs> in the same article that was talking about uh, about the stockholders and everything, uh, they you know the author you know he, they presented a very good uh, point, and it's that there had to be some number, some something that the public has absolutely no knowledge of on a financial level that had that had to usher that in. Right. There had to be a, you know, you know, perhaps, you know, perhaps they're not being honest with us about how well their streaming is. Right. You know, or uh, ticket sales or, you know, any of that stuff. Uh, Well, another thing. Money's about to get tighter. Well, so unless you got some good shit to offer, people aren't going to pay for every streaming service. I do know that Disney's killing Netflix on the subscriber front. Right. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, Look what I that think guy I, said. And beyond I just saw the, that on YouTube, Twitter where he said, 10 years after Kathleen Kennedy dies of old age, some random YouTuber, guys, she might be finally fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I mean? Well, I mean, and outside of uh, actual content, um, I saw somewhere <laughs> that, you know, the, the Star Wars... Uh, the big, you know, the big resort that they've opened, yeah, that yeah. apparently hasn't been doing that well. I wonder I why. Mean, look at, yeah, look at the price tag on that. Thing. I mean, who could well, afford to go stay in that? Do they not know well, who their fans are? Well, apparently now they're, they're offering, not billionaires. Well, apparently this new resort that's only been open for like maybe a couple of years now, maybe not even a year. They're already rolling out the thirty percent discount emails to to people to try to get them to come stay and everything. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's gotta be a loss of such, such significance somewhere on that spreadsheet of theirs that yeah. made them be like, well, this is uh, we're not doing this. Well, but the way that that was, the way that that is structured is completely, it's made to fail. Like it's $5,000 a night. And Ain't you can nobody only stay, paying that shit, dude. No. And you can only stay for two days. So and, they spent a billion and, dollars on that resort. One billion and just, dollars. And the, the three of us, we're as, we're as gung-ho Star Wars as I would the love to guy. go, but I can't pay but, five grand for two yeah, nights. Not five grand. Even if it was a week, I'm not paying $5,000. Like, I better have a SpaceX TIE fighter take me into low Earth orbit and go around the planet while I'm, yeah. you know... But it's actually six K for two nights. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Like, if I'm dropping six thousand dollars on a vacation, I want it to be minimum seven day. I want all food included. Yeah, you know, like that. Yeah, like that. That everything should be paid for at that point. That that's a a good chunk of money to be able to say, "Hey, I went on a vacation and did whatever the fuck I wanted." Yeah, like and came back home. Maybe. Maybe we're just maybe we're just simple men, guys. But you know, I feel like that's a good chunk of change to 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 holiday on. Well, I mean, getting there, getting home, like you know, it's just yeah. It's, but it doesn't it's, cost it's that much to go to the other parks. Exactly. So, like, why are they upcharging this one? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't um, know. 
as well. Um, let me look. I, I wonder. I wonder exactly what are. What do you get for five thousand? Yeah. Uh, it's Star Wars Resorts. I can't remember the actual names of it. Not well. Not Galaxy's Edge. Well, it's Galaxy's Edge, but there's a it, there's an actual. Uh, there's like a whole other thing they have now. Um, I don't know, but why are you looking for that? Yeah, we'll just keep talking. Yeah. But anyway, um, a billion dollars. Yeah, right. But uh, you want to hit on some Tarantino real quick? Yeah, sure. Tar- Tarantino's been making the rounds, so we've got a couple of things from got him here. Book. Yeah. So during an interview oh. with CNN's Chris Wallace, the 59-year-old filmmaker reveals why he plans to stop directing after his next movie. As it turns out, Tarantino is already feeling out of touch with the current films released today. Thank you. Well, it's I've been doing the doing it for a long time. I've been doing it for 30 years, and it's it's time to wrap up the show. Like I said, I'm an entertainer. I want to leave you wanting more, you know, and not just uh, work. I, and I don't want to work to diminishing returns. I don't want to be one. I don't want to become this old man who's out of touch when already I'm feeling a bit like an old man out of touch when it comes to the current movies that are out right now. And that's what happens. But I mean, going on here, it's talking about the success of, of his films. And I mean, yeah, it's, you know, I understand where he's coming from because hell, I'm not even that old and I feel out of touch sometimes, you know, like, so I think it's just, you know, if he keeps, that's the thing about Tarantino, if he keeps doing him and he keeps doing, you know, what he's good at and delivering these very interesting and unique stories, Mm -hmm. then people are going to show up. It, yeah. There's nobody making movies like Tarantino. No, nobody. Dude, he said for that, uh, I can't remember if it was Django or once upon a time in Hollywood. He said the studios, this was after the whole Matt Miramax yeah. thing. The mm-hmm. studios were fighting for it. Fighting I mean, to see who could put it out. Right. They couldn't put it out fast. Cause you know, it's a, it's going to make money. It's going to be a banger. But I heard him say to Tom, he's like, is this really going to be your last one? He's like, oh, yeah, man. He's like, 10. He's like, why 10? He's like, well, you know, it's a good number. I mean, you know, he's like, but I don't want to, like, be that old guy that's just making movies just to make them and, like, fuck up my filmography. I got a pretty good track record there. There's going to be 10 bangers. Yeah. That's it. Because if you keep making them, eventually, you know. Yeah. We've seen it. We've seen directors that used to make great movies and then they keep on, they get old, keep making these movies. It's like, what are you doing? Um, all these movies you constantly see, like uh, all those old actors, uh, Bruce Willis. I mean, how the mighty have fallen, you know? Yeah. Just a little quick cash grab. So, but he said uh, he's bowing out. He did say, now that's movies. Yeah. Right? He right. has. A TV, a short series, eight series, eight episodes that he's got wrote. It's finished. Damn. He didn't give no details. Tom was like, is this new news? And he's like, oh, yeah, this first time I've said it on anything. So, But there is a show that I've got put together. 
and he wants okay. to write a book. It'll just be no more movies. And he right, doesn't yeah. want to like, you know, he asked him about the Marvel stuff. I see you have an article there, but he was like, you're not, when you go in to direct there, you're not really, Yeah, the movie's going the way it's going. Like, right. You're not changing nothing. And I'm not into that. So. Right. But I respect yeah. that. I respect the hell out of it. Dude, well, you want to go out I mean, on top? He said, you want to go out on top, leaving them wanting more. Yeah. And who knows? Like he may go out on 10. He's 59. By the time he gets his next uh, film out, he'll be around 65. We'll say around 65. Yeah. He said and he don't even he know may... what it's going to be yet. He hadn't even started working on it. Yeah. So, so he may come out when he's 70, 75. It happened. And drop, drop a random one. Up. Yeah. You know, like, I'm interested in what kind of show. Well, we're talking about an eight, eight hour. Yeah, right. You know? So I happened to find the uh, Star Wars thing I was that we were talking about. It is the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, according to Wikipedia, it's a uh, a two-night live action choose your own adventure experience Mm -hmm. and so a lot of the criticism like we were talking about is on the price and their i and their 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 response is well this is for star hardcore star wars fans that want to role play basically yeah right so it's a larp hotel yeah yeah uh still not worth five grand Mm -mm. no not at all but but yeah, uh, with what you're talking about with uh, with Tarantino, like, I mean, respect, absolutely. Because it would happen, y'all. If he just kept, he's like, you know, it's yeah. hard to sit down and write a banger. Yeah, yeah, especially ten times. Right. After a while, you'll lose that. You're like, you're just, man, you're just putting shit out now. What happened? Yeah. We've seen other directors do it over time. They lose touch. They they just start putting shit out. Yeah. He don't want to be that guy. Like, he cares. His, you know what I mean? His career, his legacy, that matters to him. Yeah. Not money. Yeah. Speaking of that, he does, you know, into the Marvel thing. This is what he had to say about it. Part of the Marvelization of Hollywood is you have all these actors who have become famous playing these characters, but they're not movie stars, right? Captain America is the star or Thor is the star. I mean, I'm not the first person to say that. I think that's been said a zillion times, you know, but it's like, you know, it's these franchise characters that become a star. And I mean, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. That that's very true, but I mean, you could also say like, you know, Vincent Vega. You know, I know that. Look at the careers that he brought back, and, and oh yeah, dude. And John I understand Travolta he, owes him, owes him everything. Yeah, he's the one, and yeah. then Sam Jackson. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and I understand what he's saying. Like I brought yeah. Travolta back. Like I Thor is going to be part. big no matter what. It's Thor. Yeah, exactly. But you also right. need a good actor to play the person. Yeah, and I not mean, to make it cheesy and, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, 
but yeah, that's, um, I don't know that that's, it's one of those things where it's like, I get where he's coming from and I understand it, but I don't necessarily agree with it, you know? So, but he did talk about here, the, uh, Marvel movie did he almost direct here. There was a time before all this Marvel shit was coming out. It was after Reservoir Dogs. It was before Pulp Fiction, and I thought about doing Luke Cage. Growing up, I was a big comic book collector, and my two favorite comic books were Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, uh, later Luke Cage, Power Man, and Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. I always liked Werewolf by Night. That was a great one, and Tomb of Dracula was great, but my absolute hero was Luke Cage. What actually dissuaded me from doing it was my comic geek friends talked me out of it because I had an idea that Larry Fishburne uh, would have been the perfect guy to play Luke Cage. And I'm talking King of New York era Larry Fishburne. Uh, my name is Jimmy Jump. But all, all my friends were like, no, no, listen, it's got to be Wesley Snipes. And I go, look, I like Wesley Snipes, but Larry Fishburne is practically Marlon Brando. I think Fish is the man. Why and is they're he like, calling yeah. him Larry? I don't know. He's talking about it's Lawrence Larry. Fishburne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, yeah, but he'd have to get in shape in a big way. Snipes is that way already. And I go, fuck that. That's not important. Fuck you. You ruined the whole damn thing. So, I mean, he he at some point he was interested in doing a uh, a Marvel property. But, like, I would like to see what his interpretation of Luke Cage would have been, you know? Yeah. That would have been interesting. Uh, did you happen to scroll down a little further? I think this is an interesting one. Tarantino considered remaking Reservoir Dogs as his final movie. Holy shit. No, I didn't see that. Says he confirmed to Bill Maher that his next movie will be his last. And at one point, he considered doing a Reservoir Dogs remake. And he said, quote, from here on in, directors do not get better. Working for 30 years, doing as many movies as I've done. That's a long career. That's a really long career, and I've given it everything I have, every single solitary thing I have. And he goes on to say, that's kind of a capture time in a moment kind of thing, but I actually considered doing a remake of Reservoir Dogs as my last movie. I won't do it, internet, but I considered it. Yeah. That would be crazy. They wanted him to put Johnny Depp in that, and he was like, "Uh uh-uh. Looking for a little black bag. Well, like he said, when you go in there to do these deals, the studio, they want star power enough to pull an audience. And he's like, the movie will pull an audience. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, this was before they're like, well, you're all right, new guy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I want to do it the way I want to do it. Would he have played fucking Bushido? I can't remember who he said. Or fucking, um, what's his name? Mr. Orange. Um, God damn it. Yeah, I don't remember. He fuck? even talked about Pulp Fiction with uh, Willis. Oh, would he, oh, Mr. Pink. No, no, no. Um, Mr. White. The, the British guy that played fucking Abomination. Tim oh. Roth. Oh, I could yeah. see that being Johnny Depp, you know? You this was me. at the time when <laughs> Johnny Depp was so, like, huge. You know? Right, yeah. And it yeah. would have pulled. Just the name alone. He's like, they like to do that because then they're like, all right, we'll give you $50 million. You know? Yeah, yeah. We feel better knowing that it's got some star power. But, but, but you know, the thing with Tarantino is that it's clever because he said after his 10th movie, his 10th movie, yeah, he's going to stop. 
Yeah. So he can always opt out when he wants when he wants to. Mm-hmm. Right. And as long as he doesn't make it, he still has a movie to make. Yeah. So that's true. Right. Well, I'm excited to see what he comes and that series, like the next film, the next series, yeah, and then whatever. What, I mean, think about this though, too, man. Like he could continue writing and writing, making yep. books and all this shit, and like those will be adapted by like you know the the next generation. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a hard time capturing like what like his style. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But it, I mean, it, it could be done, you know. So. I think it's gonna it's gonna take the next Tarantino to do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. And that's not to diminish that Tarantino's one of a kind. He'll always be, but to the point where his style is, you know, it, it it's it's a badge of honor, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, almost like in the same vein as, uh, you know, Abrams had the 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 Spielberg label for a while. Yeah, I mean. The influence of Tarantino will live on through other filmmakers and is already in that, is already doing it, you know? Yeah. He also said here that um, he would love to join the Marvel Universe if they let him do Sergeant Fury and his Howl and Commandos. Uh, while Tarantino has uh, now chosen the Marvel movie he'd like to helm, he has said in the past that he would never be tempted to make an installment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You would have to hire you would you have to be a hired hand to do those things, Tarantino said previously when asked if he would ever direct an installment in either the Marvel Cinematic Universe or or the DC universe. I'm not that hired hand. I'm not looking for a job. So should the studio want to see a Tarantino helm Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos, it would likely need to be separate from the rest of the franchise. They could make it to work because I mean it could they, be a special presentation, a exactly. one shot. Uh, yeah, like there's there's room for it. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. So, I would have, I would really, you know, now that now that the whole him writing books and just you know screenplays and stuff was brought up. You know, I think that would be a really great way to enjoy a Tarantino Star Trek story. Yeah. Well, well I mean, it a book, you know? Yeah. You know? So why not? you got to imagine that he's got fan fiction. He's a nerd, dude. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> right. saying. Like, I don't mean that in a bad way. He's a nerd. He's got, he's got Captain Kirk fan fiction, dude. Scotty, beam me up. So, yeah. Uh, next up here, uh, they finally found a director for Blade. So it looks like the movie itself may be getting an overhaul in the process. Following the departure of uh, Bassam Tarek, Kevin Feige has been waiting through possible replacements for the outing, uh, outgoing director. And according to Deadline, settled on White Boy Rick and Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, Helmer, Jan Damage. Uh, not only... Not only that, but the script for the movie will also be rewritten by Michael Starberry. Rewritten? And we'll, yeah, will reportedly take a darker tone than previously thought. Uh, Marvel Studios did not rush to replace uh, Tarek when he moved on from the movie and instead delayed the release of the film to allow time to find the right person for the job. Blade will now be hitting cinemas on September the 6th 
and production uh, moved from this winter to early next year to accommodate the change. However, while a new director was a requirement, there were not initially any hints that there would also be a change in the writing team. However, uh, with reports suggesting the star Mashallah Ali was not happy with the script and insiders adding that the film lacked any action, it is perhaps not surprising that an entire over overhaul is in the cards. In addition to that, Marvel's recent Disney Plus special presentation of Werewolf by Night has proven that fans are ready for some dark in the MCU, and that seems to be where Blade is now heading. This will likely please many of the fans of The Vampire Hunter, who have uh, been more than a little worried uh, that the character's introduction to the PG-13 world uh, of the main MCU would result in a watered-down Blade, while the new version will be nowhere near as dark as Wesley Snipes' original Blade movies, Word that it will be one of the darkest toned movies to grace the Marvel Cinematic Universe will certainly be welcome. You remember when we talked about, we watched Werewolf by Night, we were talking about it. The yeah. same time was when they announced they were pushing Blade back, and it was like, wonder, wonder if Werewolf by Night had something to do with that. We were talking yeah, right. about that. It did. Well, dude, it got such a positive response. People were like, yes. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, right. And they're like, oh shit, we can go darker. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So that fucking changed everything. Well, I mean, yeah. if you, if you look at what a lot of, like a lot of the, like for instance, like the world of anime and what a lot of teens are watching already right now, some of that stuff is brutal. Yeah. And so the, those dark tones, the 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 story being just like gore filled or whatever you know we're not going to get obviously like a bloodbath on screen yeah but yeah. you know we we started we, you know we've started getting little trickles of that as far back as Doctor Strange too I mean you know for for it being the movie that it is he mm -hmm. marionettes a dead version of himself in the final battle yeah right. Um, you know, for that type of, you know, for something as, you know, family friendly as Marvel, they, you know, yeah, they definitely visually went there because some of the stuff and it was, was, you know, was creepy for Marvel standards. Yeah. And so, it, yeah, I, I, I mean, I feel like regardless of the current trends whatsoever. Yeah. I don't think Marvel. <clears throat> would have went as far to insult its own legacy by watering down blade. Yeah. I think if they, if, if, if that was the only option they had on the table was to have this, you know, toned down version, I don't think they would have even bothered with it and have just mm. let the Wesley Snipes film stand on its own. No, I agree. hundred percent. Um, and I mean, they hedged a lot of bets on, I mean, that would, that blade, as a character and as a film saved their asses uh, in terms yeah. of being a movie company. Yeah. Right. Uh, they didn't have any money. They didn't have any of the rights at the time for any of the real big names. Yeah. And they hedged a lot of, like they hedged a big bet on it. They went a full Elon Musk with it. Yeah. And so <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't have done that, but you know, I think it's going to be fine. Oh I yeah. Mean, you know, We've we have you know the 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 point has been hammered in from from Ryan Reynolds to tons of other people that Deadpool is not going to change its tone simply because it's under a new banner. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, werewolf by night. Uh, Certified banger. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, any news is good news when it shows that the Blade movie's moving along. Moving in the right so, direction, too. They're like, you know what? Yeah. It turns out this script fucking sucks. We're going to redo it. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. We'll wait. Yeah, right. Do it the right way. Dude, the Lovecraft guy. Now, he didn't write any of the show, but damn, that show looked great. Yeah. He it directed was well the hell out of it. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just, so. I, I can't wait to, can't wait to have that, that, that little moment, that little nostalgic moment on screen where Ollie's fucking shit up and then you just hear someone just show up and go, you know, hello, like surprised to see me, Day Walker or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, and last thing up here, so there was a couple of things about Hemsworth that I wanted to bring up. That was uh, the next article is what we were talking about, the um, you know red flag if it's someone that just yeah. knows all the source material. But there's one thing that I did want to know. Uh, so there's been articles coming out where Chris Hemsworth has said that his next outing as Thor will be his last outing as Thor. And I think that that news comes in correlation with the fact that like, he is predisposed for early onset yep. Alzheimer's. He's got the gene on both sides, mother and father. Yeah. So, so it's not I a 50, 50. Yeah. It's and a, he's almost like a for sure thing. Yeah. But you know, yeah. they got like excellent medical. When they go in to do these yeah. movies, they go in, they get every fucking test done. Yeah. You know, he knows. Right. It's kind of sad though. Like it is, it is. And the but, thing is, it's like he wants to get as much done, and I respect the hell out of that, you know. Like, yeah. And you know, but I guess overall, though, all all sad news aside, um, it's I mean, it's a good thing that something like that's come along for him to make him want to kind of slow down and enjoy his, yeah. his family and stuff. You know, that's always it's always a good thing when someone in Hollywood realizes that and breaks away and can go do that right because you know the hollywood life it's all consuming and yeah for his reasons he's like i think at some point in that article he was saying you know i just i i, I keep piling one movie on another yeah and just keep yeah. keep working keep working you know and uh but as far as thor's concerned we've had him on screen eight times man yeah. uh I feel like if they did do a final movie and let it be the ending of, of, of Thor's story, I think it's, I, I, there's more than enough content of oh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth playing Thor out there now. Yeah. Good. Qual, you know, like even, even, even the dark world and that first out, dude, those first two movies are still good. Yeah. And he's even like, I'll do another one. I'll give them, I'll make an exit. I'll do another right. one. But that's going to have to be the last one. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, okay. Yeah. That could also be a negotiation tactic. I'm just saying. Well, that's true. Yeah. That is absolutely true. But, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with it. But, I mean, if they decide to go a different direction, bring somebody else in, I mean, that last Thor was, it almost felt like a passing of the torch. It it felt like it then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bringing so, the little girl in. Right. So it's it's going to be 
very interesting how that all plays out. So, but I'm ready for trailers, man. Ready for trailers, man. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to give an honorable mention. I don't know if we brought it up last week or not, but they have released the official title of the next Godzilla Kong movie. And it's going to be just called Godzilla and Kong, the battle for Earth. Ooh. So maybe some space Godzilla. Yeah, some space Godzilla. I mean, the aliens were always fucking around with Godzilla. Like, they couldn't get enough of that Godzilla fucking wop, dude. So, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they were all trying to get up in that shit. So makes sense you know i do not know if it's live action or not either but i believe we're also going to be getting a netflix camera uh mm. installment that's going to be the first in a long time that uh, if, and I, yeah i'm like i said i'm not too sure if it's going to be live action or animated so i'll report back on that if i see it yeah yeah for sure man for sure All right. White noise, dude. This is that fucking. I think we saw Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah. Which didn't give us nothing. No, dude. So so the last. So so this just for clarity, this is nothing to do with the Michael Keaton paranormal films, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Three, two, one, play. Somebody's saying it's got like National Lampoon vacation kind of vibes. Wow. So the the whole other way. I love fucking movies like that. Yeah. Look at this guy. You're fucked either way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh shit. This is going to be on Netflix. You remember the teaser? They were on the road here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
um, the writer director of this movie wrote the screenplay for Fantastic Mr. Fox. I'm sold. Yeah, right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the National Lampoon vibes. Yeah, the National Lamp—it's real, man. It's like National Lampoon's The Road. (laughs) Wonder why white noise? December the thirtieth. Throw it on a pile. Yeah, for real. That looks great, man. I'm I'm there for it, bro. I watch anything with Adam Driver in it. Yeah, for real. That um, was it? Run look. What is it? Lucky Logan. That's the one that did it for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. I am incarcerated. (laughs) All right, folks. Um, the next trailer. The Devil Conspiracy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What's this old boat? What's this old boat? Break out your tinfoil hats. Yeah, right. Intergalactic vampires. Are y'all ready? Oh, yeah. Three, two, one, please. Mmm, please. It's a shroud of towing, isn't it? I'm getting kind of, oh, what's it? Angels and Demons kind of vibe. Yeah. What was that movie called? Um, it is Inferno. Da Vinci Code? That's it. Not Dante's Inferno, but there is another book called Inferno that's the same character. Holy shit. <laughs> so like That's what talking. we're getting it's religious like superheroes. Yeah, dude. I mean, why not just make a Castlevania movie? Are we cloning? Jesus, I think so. And have they listened to this podcast before? You know, uh, yeah, it had to happen sometime. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised it's taken this long. Jesus yeah. clone and is a good band. Well, I name, like by the, the, way. the using the shroud. You know, my idea was that they find DNA on the hill, yeah, the spear, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that. Yeah. Like, I never thought about just using a shroud. But cloning Jesus movie, I'm kind of in on it just to see what happens. I mean, like this movie is about a. It looks like it's a bad, like a movie written by somebody out of Bad Batch of Delta Eight. Delta Eight. So how how many of these fucking Avatar trailers are they going to keep dropping? This is the second one. We had a teaser, then we had the 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 other one and. Come on, dude. It's been like 10 years in the making. 
Yeah, for real, right? I mean, it's the avatar, the shape. I mean, Look how colorful that thing is. Yeah, right. The dragon, not the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three, two, one, play. All fake. Everything. I guarantee I mean, you, um, he's had a breakthrough and, uh, CGI that will go on to be used in other films. He always does oh, yeah. something like that. He invents yeah. something that. Well, see, I think he's got us all fooled. He actually went to another planet and the film filmed is. these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With some Nat Geo cameras. It looks better than the CGI that was in the first Avatar. So it's... It's rodeo in space. Yeah. Rodeo, dude. Yeah. I'm I'm here for the mechs, you know. Yeah, like this shit looks pretty and all, but like I'm ready for, yeah, I'm ready for the Terran troops. Because the Starcraft expansion looks sick. Require more (laughs) Vespingas. Looks epic. Yeah. I think this one's going to have a better story. Yeah. He took a really long time. It it kind of makes sense, the water shit, dude, because he kind of went off on that submarine shit for about 10 years. Yeah. Did he find something oh, that, there? I mean, he found, he found what he was looking for, I guess. Or he's like, and I still <laughs> haven't found. What well, is no? It, this this whole the whole movie was filmed inside the Hollow Earth. That's what he did. He finally he finally got through the barrier. He did. Fear. Hell yeah. Fuck everything and run. Yeah, right. Oh, it's got T.I. in it. Ooh. Okay. Uh-huh. Playing kid. Three, two, one, play. I don't think I've ever seen him in a scary movie. That never pans out well. There he is. There's T.I. This must be the T.I. crowd. Yeah. It's claustrophobia, isn't it? Isn't it? I hate small spaces. They all confess their fears and then they start dying. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of us. What's your biggest fear? I'm like, a room full of titties. (laughs) Just a bunch of titties. On a Tuesday, Titty Tuesday. 
you walk in and it's just a bunch of breasts, but then you cut the fan on so the nipples get hard. Yeah. That's always that dude's a YouTuber, by the way. Oh. I don't, got, he blew I mean, up on Vine. Oh. Well, I mean, we wouldn't have them a movie if they could. That's always creepy to me, dude, when people look in mirrors and their reflection, like, moves. Yeah. What's it saying? I don't know. It's casting spell. My mind is playing tricks on me. It is what's that? My ball is playing tricks on me. Oh shit! Shots like that—that's always weird when somebody beats their head. I mean, just show us the whole movie, why don't they? The way that it said it, my mom's playing tricks on me. Sounds like, like a the kid from lid. uh, uh, y'all remember the PJs? Yeah, projects. The the kid, the fat kid. My mom's playing tricks on me. I don't know. I want me a piece of that donut. I just ate some pudding. I couldn't get all of it with the spoon. Oh, Reno 911. Man, I still got to watch that one they did on the cruise ship. Yeah, right. Keep forgetting about it. Yeah. Chill, let's peep it. This comes December yeah. the 3rd. All right. Three, yeah. two, one, play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, the Christmas angel. <laughs> the idea of taking dangle on wonderful and putting him in a it's a wonderful life is just the greatest idea Did y'all know that Nick Swartzen wrote Grandma's Boy? No. I didn't know that either until I listened to him on he was on Theo's podcast. They're not live. <laughs> I'm wow. down to watch that. Yeah, that looks hilarious. 
Reno's another one of those, kind of like Aqua Team. Yeah, from the past, just kind of random. But yeah, he wrote Malibu's Most Wanted, Grandma's Boy, and the Bench Warmers back to back. Holy shit! I never knew I that. I mean, no, dude. That's fucking crazy. <sighs> Nick Cage kisses. Yeah. Who's got a stash? My luscious stash. You gotta wear a stash and a Stetson. It's the only way I can rock the old stash way. on Stetson. Wearing Stetson cologne? Ugh. Yeah, right. Put a little brute, put a little brute on him. But right. this is a movie where he goes, police works for a man. Yeah. Anyway. There's no women in the old west. Three, two, <laughs> one, play. Supposed to be a western. I buried my bride at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was him talking. Please have an accent. Oh, he's going on full revenge. Oh, he's breaking bad, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking. It's old man Henry with Nick Cage. Which is a great movie, by the way. When he says he's coming, he's coming. He's here! Colton Briggs. (laughs) (laughs) Is the old way supposed to be eye for an eye? Please do this an old way. All right. Time to hop on our plane and head to Dubai, guys. It's Bollywood time. Yeah, dude. This is real Indian cinema. Number one comment. Let's see. Ah, no, man. Ah, no, man. Oh, man. I'm ready for spectacle, guys. Yes. Presence Varma Cinematic Universe. This shit's connected. <laughs> Alright. Three, two, one, play. I mean, look at this.
Uh-huh. Any dimension, okay? Oh, yeah, subtitles. Whoa. What is that thing? Like Indian Mortal Kombat? Yeah. <laughs> I like the song. Uh, Holy. <laughs> it's One Punch Man. One Punch, it slunk. They're about a silly goose time, dude. I know, right? Ooh. Insufficient memory. You got 32 gigs down there in that cave, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Plenty should be enough. Yeah. He punched them. And they all flew up in the sky. Yeah, dude. That's how powerful he is. Yeah. Rum. Is he saying he wants some rum? No, it's Ram. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, buddy. DDR5. All right. The recruit. Who we recruit? Hey, wait a minute. I think this guy was a Black Adam. Let me see. I'll look while I'm playing. All right. Three, two, one, play. I wonder if this is a remake of the... Yeah. Losing Black Adam. Thought it was him. He looks like a young, he looks and acts like a young Gruffalo. Yeah. I think this is a TV show. 
I mean, it could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is a series. Oh. Babylon. He looks so sad. Yeah, right. Oh, this is the one with Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah. Ready when y'all are. It wasn't creepy at all. Uh, Three, (laughs) two, one, play. Oh, yeah. Remember they had cocaine. There was a teaser. Yeah. I thought this was like a trailer trailer. (laughs) I love movies about making movies. Yeah, right. We heard you like movies so much, we put a movie in the movie. Okay. Two more off the tail, three more off the head. Oh. Hmm. Back then, there was uh, different ways of working your way up the ladder. Yeah, right. Oh, what the fuck? She's like, I got here on my own two knees. Have y'all noticed we're starting to see a lot of trailers, like like that Amsterdam trailers, this kind of time period? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a few all of a sudden where it's all based well, these around. Well, di- these, these different takes yeah, on period the pieces. Midnight at Soho. That kind of yeah. had the same vibe. Right. I don't even think that's the name of it. It had, it had Soho in the title. Yeah. It had Anya Taylor-Joy in it. This looks interesting. I like Defoe, so I'm interested to see what he's inside of. You know what I'm saying? This is his mm-hmm. version of the Bo Burnham. Inside. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's okay. like, I'm acting. I'm going to sing these songs. Jeffrey, you did it, Jeffrey. All right. Don't tell Harry. <laughs> Don't tell Harry. <laughs> Don't tell Harry. Three, two, one, play. Do you read Sutter Kane? Yeah, right. Oh, give me some dark shit, dude. What's happening? Okay. 
Dude, Willem Dafoe has like just forever been the same age. Yeah. My right. whole life he's looked just like that. Look how young he looks. Probably won't stay out of that door. Yeah, it's going to be good, dude. Yeah. It's going to be, the whole movie is just going to be him. Dude, he's eating a fish. Yeah. When I said go dark, I had no idea. Hmm. It's a living art piece. Yeah, that's what I was the guy, thinking. Yeah, the guy like, knew that it was the heist. You're was a part of the now. art now, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That looks so good, though. It does. Trying to look up. I'll look at that later. I'm over here like, who made this? Yeah. Ooh. We'll hop on her. We'll hop her. Like a method of the madness, Dad. Yeah, come on, Brad. Everything is going to be all right. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm ready for this. All right. Three, two, one, play. And it's that song. Nana too. Lilith. Lilith. Lilith was before Eve. Yeah. Lilith was evil. That's a terrible fucking idea. Let's turn let's turn a summoning spell into an earworm. A lullaby. Look, man. If that thing right there took my baby, I'd be like, you know what? It was a new baby. We hadn't had it that long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I you mean, it. it was just a few months. I mean, you know. He didn't even have papers yet. Yeah, right. But yeah, we should just move. Uh, yeah. Where'd the baby go? Yeah. Right in there. Go ahead. Uh, You're welcome to it. 
Uh, yeah. Have at it, bro. We're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. That's a her baby now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a her baby now. We all want to watch next week. I want to watch Black Adam. Okay. Uh, you down to watch Black Adam? Follow me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We'll meet us back here next week. We're watching Black Adam. We're watching Bladum. Bladum, dude. With the rock and that dude that was in that the recruit trailer. I'm not gonna tell you how oh, he plays. Yeah. Motherfucking Why? He's playing wide Adam. Isn't it wasn't he Adam Smasher? I don't know none of the source material. <laughs> but yeah, he's Adam Smasher. Hell yeah. But yeah. Checks in the mail. <laughs>